Ladies and gentlemen, hims, hers, shims, and zers, welcome to Report This Post. My name is Christian, and seated across from me, the beautiful visage, that's Geiger. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing quite well. We have a terrific, very special show lined up for everybody today. Okay. Do we? Yeah, we do. It's a very special. Very special show. Very special now, episode. today, we're recording this on March 8th, which is International Women's Day. So we thought we'd take this chance to discuss something that's very near and dear to our hearts. That's right. We're talking about men, baby. That's right. The the gender we all we all know and love. We all. <laughs> and I know about. what you guys are thinking out there. Uh, now hold on a second. Didn't they just do an episode about men? And I'll tell you what. You're goddamn right. We did. Yeah. And we're going to do it again. This is the second part of our two part series mm-hmm. on men. So yeah. last week. We talked about incels and MGTOW, men going their own way, and today we're focusing on the other, what, two corners of that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of corners in this, uh, the octagon of, of male. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, I mean, we could, we could dedicate a whole month to men. Um, I think we should. I think we should dedicate every episode to men. I mean, we pretty much do. I, yeah. <laughs> Most of these posts libertarian, that we do are <laughs> libertarian men. men. Um, so today we'll be talking about MRA and PUA, which would be men's rights activists and pickup artists. Yes. Uh, a lot of cross contamination and also very different folks. Uh, the four, all four of them will, you'll see them <laughs> mix and match there's, and then there, you'll there's see. There's definitely a thread running through. But then you'll also see a lot of them not liking each other as well. So that's, that's a lot of the. A lot of the fun of these is these guys is they're all they're all pretty much the same kind of loser, but they they distinctly dislike each other as well. So oh yeah, it's yeah, great. there's some some infighting, sure for sure. So do you want to open up? Or do you want to start? Oh uh, yeah, so uh, men's rights. Yeah, what men's rights is basically uh, the the feminists of of for men, right? Feminism for men. Meninists. Meninists. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's their one of their they have multiple. Like sub names for themselves, I guess mm-hmm. you call it. Um, but basically, what it is is it's just guys being guys, just fellas do, being do. fellas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you see, a lot of uh, uh, women need to belong in the kitchen, like nineteen fifties. Yeah, yeah, bullshit with this one. Um, yeah, um, there, and there's contention amongst men's rights guys about uh, what the movement is. Some of it is, you know, you, you'll see guys in there who are strictly like, "Look, we're just here about making men better. We don't." care about sure. taking down sure. women or whatever and then uh, all the rest are all about taking down women as well well it's you see the thing where it's like if women want to be treated equally then they're going to get treated equally though where it's like taking the idea of equality to the extreme across everything right um which is really kind of pathetic when mm-hmm. it comes down to it yes uh makes some pretty good well, let's, Thanks for some pretty good posts. <laughs> yeah, and uh, here's one that's sort of, uh, when we talk historically, um, okay. you know, some guys who think that, uh, you know, I'd say traditionally um, your average uh, person nowadays would say that historically women have had it worse than men. I, I would tend to agree with that. Well, this is a thread uh, by a gentleman named MMDT in the, uh, the subreddit of a purple pill debate, Okay, which is a uh, sort of the idea's... Feminists and MRAs can square s- off. S- uh, civil debate. As you can imagine <laughs> and this how that is on goes. Reddit, you said. Yes. Okay. 
So the thread title is, When Have Women Ever Had It Worse Than Men? <laughs> At what time in history can we say undoubtedly that women have had worse lives than men? Even if men had all the surface power throughout history, what did we do with this power? We used it to provide for women. A man who was the head of the family still had the obligation to provide for his family. In other words, his life, his work, is dedicated to providing wealth for his wife and children. And let's not pretend that working is pleasurable, particularly throughout history. What options did a man have? To toil in the fields? To be a soldier and get a sword through his neck? While his wife is oppressed at home with the kids, enjoying the fruits of his labor. Men have had all the power throughout history. If we so wanted, we could have turned all women into sex slaves and had a merry old time with them. Instead, we made them queens and princesses. We built monuments to them. We made it our life duty to provide for them. We even voluntarily let them off the Titanic first while we drowned in the, in the freezing sea. <laughs> Why would we do that if we were oppressing them? So every woman, of course, has uh, been a queen or a princess, had monuments built for them. Sure. Yeah. They all survived the Titanic. Nothing bad has ever happened to a woman. Yeah. To according to this. Well, guy. certainly not historically, apparently. No, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Uh, that is a very... Um, very specific examples. I also found out uh, in that thread, someone pointed out that uh, mostly women died on the Titanic. Like the idea of mi- women and children first was sure. just kind of a symbolic thing. That It was really just rich guys that sort of yeah. pushed them out of the way. That too. went out the window, sure. sure. Yeah, once the boat sank in, people were like, oh, I think we're just going to fend for ourselves. And then it was just guys just knocking ladies over and all that. That's really good. Yeah. Did you when you were looking for stuff? Did you find out you probably discovered the red R red pill? Oh yeah, was uh, discontinued. Yes, and there's there's a couple you know replacements and all that, but that was a big one. Yeah, it kind of sucks, uh, but uh, I did find you were just talking about uh, this purple pill. Mm-hmm. So this was our the R meninist uh, subreddit, and this one was titled. And this is how it ties in. Help, my GF is a feminist. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh is right. Uh-oh. All right. When me and my lady <laughs> first met, she seemed really relaxed and just my type of person. We were so similar in so many ways, into gaming and comics. Mm. We discussed feminism before, and she wholeheartedly agreed that it was extreme and unnecessary. However, recently she's met a new group of friends at college who all seem ridiculous and triggered. She comes around mine one day and tells me she thinks she's a feminist. Uh-oh. She even stops shaving her armpits and takes offense when I ask her to do anything, saying she's feeling oppressed and controlled. Oh, boy. What do I do? Should I break up with her? Is feminism terminal? <laughs> um, you can imagine there's probably a, there's quite a few responses to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to kind of read them in the order that they come up. Dump her and let her become the lonely, hairy feminist she wants to be. She will either wise up and be normal, or be the crazy cat lady. I would say that if you are generally interested in her still, try and convince her back to your side. Keep in mind, she may be a different person than from when you first started dating. If all else fails, you're going to end up breaking up with her. Mm -hmm. If you don't like her, then leave. I had an ex of eight years that got a new group of friends, and then all of a sudden me asking her to keep up with the house chores because I worked two times as many hours was abusive and sexist, and it ruined our relationship. Sounds like something I can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. It I depends don't. on what kind of feminist. I've dated some that claimed they were feminists but knew the difference between testicles and ovaries. Mm. Testicles are in charge. Ah, okay. Ah, yeah, there's the difference, huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> Just try to convince her. If there is a bit of logic left in her, show her people like Steven Crowder, Gavin McInnes, oh, Jordan Peterson, and a bunch <laughs> of others, and try to get her to think rationally. And if she insists on being a feminist, at least push her towards first wave feminism, where it actually has a purpose. Mm. And the the well, the last <laughs> the last comment on this is, did you unironically use Milady? <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, a lot of you see a lot of talk about logic and rationality and all that. Yeah, I uh, the fact that uh, women are uh, by nature irrational, I believe is yeah, the and thought. men's are it's it's rational for men to be in charge and all that stuff, and logical and all. Testicles that. are in charge. Yes. That's right. I found a website, a blog um, called therationalmail.com. dot com. Sure, you did, which was uh, <laughs> really good. I'll, I'll share a post of that on the uh, on twitter dot com slash report this post sometime this week. Um, this is a post from a subreddit, Men's Rights, the thread on feminism. Uh, just a pretty basic thread talking about it. This is a response from a user named Chaz Thundergut. Okay, God. The real <sighs> question is, do you change your life or stop being a masculine man because femini- feminism has declared war on masculinity? Feminism has declared that every man must relinquish his balls and bow before the divine feminine or else. Wow. There are men who take it seriously and neuter themselves to become gender allies. And then there are men who don't give a shit what the knitting circle says. I still spread my legs on the train, scratch my balls in public, <laughs> treat women like children, and hold my own happiness as paramount. Really proud of all the the good things that men do. <laughs> yeah, that's I, there's this recurring your balls th- in public. There's this recurring thing about like the shit that like you'd be embarrassed like if you had a son and he were doing it. Mm-hmm. Is like that somehow is like more masculine. I don't. I don't yeah. know. It's this is you know this is all the same sort of stuff that conservatives do when they're like yeah when they're combating oh, you're, something. Oh, you triggered. You're triggered. You, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Lib. Didn't mean to trigger you. It's the same. You know, by bringing my gun to Taco Bell, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, you yeah. know, it's the whole you know Starbucks cup. But in this case, he's uh, <laughs> scratching his balls in public, Very which cool. I don't think anyone actually. Like no one, you never. No one's ever going to get yelled at for doing that or anything. No, I mean, no, I guess not. People just pretend it's not happening. Yeah, it's more exactly. Comfortable. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure, sure. All right, here's a uh, one from our men's rights. Yes. So, me and my mom got in a fight. For some background info, my family and relatives are on vacation, and this just happened. Anyways, we were eating dinner at the resort buffet, and my mom, as usual, asked me to bring her a few things. Now, for the past few days, I've been doing shit for her, and I haven't been minding it too much. But today, I was tired and resting, so I decided to wait on it, and I told her I was tired, and just said, Why don't you get it yourself? Oh, boy. In an annoyed tone. My mom didn't respond, so I didn't think much of it. And I went and got her the fruits she wanted, as well as my own dessert. Now, I have to add that it was not an easy task. I had to handle two dishes what? and put them with food. Wow. So not only was it hard, I had to put extra attention because, so that I didn't drop the plate because there was a lot of food on the tables and I had to keep it on an edge after placing it in multiple <laughs> different ways and thinking it would fall or someone might think it's rude. The trials of men, huh? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, after the hassle, I get her food and oh. she complains that the part of the fruits I got wasn't tasty. Of course, being annoying, I kind of said loudly, well, then why don't you get it yourself? Can't you even say thank you and ate my own food? Then, a few minutes later, my mom asked for more food. I get pissed and say, I'm not bringing it to her, and she gets a bit mad and says she won't be giving me allowance and insults me. Oh, my God. I really didn't want to, but I just say, do you really think I'd want to go and reluctantly start crying? 
I really didn't want to cry because I'm in 10th grade and I was in front of my relatives. Now, I'd like to mention that I really don't cry often. I don't know why. I just felt so hurt about it and I don't know why she would ask for more. So the first thing people say is, seriously, you're a grown kid. Why are you crying? Later, we come back home and I bolt straight upstairs and look at my phone. Until then, some people, mainly my dad and uncle, joke a little bit, but also take my side and tell me to chill and comfort me. Anyways, while I'm looking at my phone, my mom comes in to yell at me for getting mad at her. The conversation goes on until she punches me and leaves without saying sorry and saying that was a mistake to bring me here. Of course, feeling sad, I stay upstairs and cry while the other family drinks and has fun downstairs. After a minute or so, my uncle comes up and says that women are just like that and we should deal with it. (laughs) And takes my side and comforts me and says I should just apologize and get over with. Classic uncle. (laughs) Yeah. He leaves and I come down shortly after. Now, I don't get what the fuck I should apologize. I am already annoyed and mad as hell that I didn't get an apology from my mom, and she just got more mad at me. Also, the fact that I felt ashamed to cry upset me as well. Definitely didn't experience feminism today. So, uh, the... One of the responses to this is, you experience toxic femininity enabled by a compliant society. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. So this God kid in 10th grade who was being a little bitch to his being mom. Who, asshole. <laughs> he was already going up to get food. She asked him for food. And then he's like, oh. It triggered. Yeah. Our triggered much, was. Snowflake? Really cool. Boy, that's pathetic. Why would you write that? Oh, Why uh, in the R men's. Oh, my gosh. There were people in there, too, like. You, this is an abusive relationship, and it's you need to get out of there as soon as possible. Right. Give me a break. Maybe you probably should. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think his mom wants him there anymore. Yeah. What a little shithead. God damn it. That's cool. Yeah. God damn, crying. And then the classic uncle is like, hey, you know, hey, broads yeah. are broads. You know, what are you going to do? Huh? Women be shopping. <laughs> yeah. Women be eating. Yeah, that old school uh, men's rights where it's just, hey, what are you going to do? You know, women... Women be women. I like this. I like this, uh, like New York guy that you like. It's his uncle. Is it the uncle? <laughs> his uncle Tony, you know? The, uh, the uh, caregiver or uh, groundskeeper. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, those are women for you. <laughs> Keep an eye out for them. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, older men, this is a post I found on a Facebook page called Men's Rights Activism Universe. Oh, boy. And it was a post about a woman who was going to prison for 40 years for leaving her kids in a hot car while she was out partying. Okay, this should be good. <laughs> this is a post uh, from a very old man named Winston Wilson. Cool. And I'm going to read it uh, with the way he put the commas in here. Please do. Well, she may have received 40 years, but I would venture to predict she won't have to serve most of it. The judge will suspend or reduce the sentence because... She's a female and have her serve at the most 18 months and five years probation. It's called female privilege nowadays. <laughs> now, that was a comment on... A that was a comment, yeah. Uh, and you can imagine all the other comments. There, oh, you know, this is what women yeah. do. And it was the ones that was like, this is why women shouldn't have custody of you know children. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. You get it. Yeah, one one woman does a heinous thing, and uh, that that means that no women should have custody of no children. Yeah, exactly. We get it. Yeah. Did you see anything with uh, females in the these men's rights groups, like females posting? Females? Mm-hmm. Is that what you call them? You call them females? <laughs> oh, see, yeah, I call them, okay. I call them women. Okay, cool. I call right. them beautiful queens, but you call them females, which is very interesting. So there's a post from some dumb broad. <laughs> 
um, wearing Some skirt. A, yeah, <laughs> wearing apparel with the word Meninist on it. Oh. Recently, I got two Meninist t-shirts, and I absolutely love them. Every time I wear them, many women look at me as if I'm crazy. I have even gotten insults over them. Why are people so mad over shirts with the Meninist word on it, and don't seem to mind when shirts say feminist? Upside down smiley face. Just wondering. P.S. I'm a girl. So here's the uh, top response on this. All right. Because feminists are crazy, dipshit Nazis that take everything seriously unless it's, you know, men dying in droves by war, homicide or suicide, boys being browbeaten out of school for being male, men never seeing their kids and watching the psychotic mother raise them backwards, guys having their lives ruined by fake rape accusations, etc. Then it's funny to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it is pretty funny. I yeah. mean, I got to give it to that guy. That is pretty funny. The the lady, uh, I love the lady, like, obviously knows what's going on, but still making that post. <laughs> yeah, like, like, why? That's so weird that I wore so, so strange. That I bought this shirt for a reason, which was to wear it in public and get reactions. <laughs> it's so strange that I'm being viewed as a gender uh, yeah. traitor. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's if a guy a guy's wearing a feminist shirt, he's going to get attention for it. It's the same. That's sure. why you're doing that, right? Yeah. And I said, I noticed you must have broke yours out, huh? Yeah. You wearing yours tonight. And I got the, the pussy hat on, too. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. That's right. That's right. good. You didn't bring yours. But maybe we'll sell those on the uh, the store. We'll get to that later, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, this was just a, uh, this was a very simple post. Uh, I didn't really quite, uh, okay, so this was on the, uh, the Oxford Men's Right Action <laughs> Facebook page. Well, you really went into some deep holes, huh? And uh, it's just a post that says, 30% of all relationships are formed at work. Feminism is destroying our mating rituals. Huh? What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) So, are they saying that because, so all these relationships start at work, that is like feminists attacking mating rituals, right? Is this like a guy that got busted for doing weird shit by HR is what it sounds like? That's what. That's the could the have first been. I, I think. Like, I think the idea is. I'm pretty sure what they're getting at is that it's not natural to have relationships form at work, and because feminists decided to go back to work. Oh, uh, okay. So it's, it's their like fault. A, this is like a one of these like hold back 1960s kind of guys. Really, it's like yeah, you should be at home, you know. And then while we do the old fashioned mating rituals, whatever the hell those, I don't know what those are. I think uh, the guy goes out of the cave and hits a gal over the head with a big yeah. club and then, drags yeah. her back by her hair. Those are the days, huh? That's how I snagged my wife. This was a somebody asking for... This was... A, I found the Ask the Red Pill, which was like the backup to... The yes, red pill Ask the Red Pill. Um, this is somebody asking for advice. I'm not sure if I've ever felt confident in my entire life. Okay. Let me start by saying I'm 24 years old. I have a master's degree in business from a top 25 university. Six foot two and 190 pounds, and I go to the gym five times a week, and I have a decent job at the moment. I have a gorgeous, loving, long-term relationship of four years. What's the issue? Through it all, I have never had a moment of confidence. Never felt confident walking into a test or giving a presentation. Never felt confident approaching a girl, including my girlfriend. Don't feel confident at the gym. Even the things I'm good at, like playing basketball, I've never had that I'm the man mentality. I go through every day of my life afraid of interactions just as kind of coast by. How can I fix this? Sounds like just like a regular person to me. I don't know. <laughs> first first uh, response. How is your posture? Oh, okay. The uh, 
original poster whose uh, username is Mr. No Fab Hero. Oh. Says, that's at the top of my list of things that need to be fixed. Currently, I walk like a lizard person. Ah. The next response to it is, there are plenty of reasons one could feel this way. My general recommendation are no fap and a no grain sugar diet within reason. Absolute game changers for what you were describing from my experience. Um, no fap. Now that's another, that's another one of the corners of the, uh, the a whole episode. Yeah. Um, but I saw a lot of these things where like guys are like, you know, I'm in the gym, uh, whatever. You know, I'm a golden God, but mm-hmm. I feel like shit. It's like, um, yeah, if you don't jerk off and you stop eating sugar, you feel better, which is like, for some reason, a men, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, that's just uh, how you like help your depression mm-hmm. by not. <laughs> it's really just not being depressed. Really, yeah. you're just depressed, dude. Yeah, you're depressed. Uh, you you're not being like uh, judged or browbeaten for being a man. You're just no. literally clinically depressed. Yeah, and you can fix it probably fairly easily, and it's not by uh, posture. Although they walk in like a lizard, per- I can imagine that this guy I'm trying to picture that guy. It doesn't sound six two and hunched over like a. Like a lizard person. Lizard person. <laughs> okay. I think I think it <laughs> describes itself right there. Okay, this was um now I found uh you know, like what I like to do every week of course with all the topic is seeing what people are tweeting at real Donald Trump about the, <laughs> sure, the Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I I was thinking about that and I was like, that's kinda your This is uh this is weird. This is a uh Twitter user at Roblox is my life five. Do you know what Roblox is? It's a game for children. It is. Okay. Well, that's what we have here. Real Donald Trump, will you help men's rights by getting rid of affirmative action and by making (laughs) more scholarships for whites and males? So I looked at his his profile. His profile said, a high school kid who wants gun rights to stay and doesn't want gun control. A couple other tweets. The Equal Rights Amendment just proves how stupid the left is. As an autistic person, I have to say that Autism Awareness Month is stupid. All they do is tell you to be nice to them. They don't teach the facts. The fact is men are more likely to have autism than females. They should teach that. Well, where did he learn it? And uh, last one. My boner has never died as fast as watching a video that has a feminist in it before I beat my dick. So uh, that's that is not a no fap guy. That is a fap guy who uh, <laughs> is a big time fap guy. Who um, yeah, teenager who loves playing Roblox, which is it's uh, my oldest daughter plays it, and she's uh, she's nine. It's a game for basically for ten, eleven year olds. Sure. It's just like a bizarre Minecraft kind of thing, and uh, it's his life. But also, so is a. Uh, Gun rights and Throwing out the Equal Rights Amendment. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and scholarships for white males? Whites and males. White, oh, whites and Okay. So I, w- I would assume those would... two Those two groups that are oh, yeah, they... uh, under the boot of oppression mm-hmm. for as long as any of us can remember. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, in the same vein, this is my last uh, lengthy post I have on this one, but this is... Uh, saw so a lot of people that I would think are probably under the age of, well, 15 in these men's rights Absolutely, groups. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, well, these are not men. Which are concerning to me, I would say. Mm-hmm. Would be. Well, this is probably just, you know, these are just 
very awkward kids. That found something that speaks to them. And, uh, yeah, you know, 20 years ago, they w- they just would have been awkward and they would have just been like goth or something at school. But now they right. can, they have they a place to really. Like, probably think. like hung out, two guys together, listen to Megadeth and wearing yeah. trench coats. And, and they wouldn't have, one they would have never just, actually talked about any of this shit. No. They just would have talked about like. They just would have come in and just start blowing people away. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They would have handled it the right way. <laughs> You got something to say? You yeah, got to post? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, that's dare. Okay. Uh, this is from the R Men's Rights uh, subreddit. I was abused and my parents sided with the attacker. To give Great. some background, the attacker was the nanny living in the home with us because we had given her a place to stay. My father and her ended up getting caught having an affair, which explains why he sided with her, I believe. My parents had decided to go on a trip to Cuba for about 10 days, and I didn't like traveling just due to social anxiety, so I stayed back with the nanny. During this time, I decided I wanted to go to my friends, which was a very normal thing as we'd grown up together. Weirdly, she didn't agree with this, but I ended up going anyways, and my buddies and I decided to go skating. We had only been at the skate park for maybe 10 minutes when the nanny texted me, asked me where I was, and after answering that, that she was coming to get me. As soon as she got there, she demanded to have my phone, which I refused, which resulted in her telling me to get out of the vehicle. She also got out and got in my face, saying how I need to get in the vehicle and give her my phone. After refusing, she grabbed me by the jacket and tried to forcibly put me in the vehicle. I'd like to add I was probably 14 at the time, and she outweighed me easily by 100 pounds. I struggled to get free, which caused me to rip her jacket and scratched her face because I was also slipping. Eventually, after about five minutes of her holding me by the jacket and basically tossing me around, she let go and told me to get in, so I did. Mm. My two friends at this point said nothing, and when we dropped them off, she told them not to let me phone the cops because it would cause problems at my home. They told me just to go home and wait until my parents got back. Once my parents got back, though, they sided with the nanny as she had said how she had ripped clothes and I scratched her while I was fine. Mm Mm-hmm. For years, my parents didn't talk about it or admit that they fucked up. Yeah. Honestly, it's embarrassing to say I have nightmares almost every night of them attacking me or hurting me. I have such bad anxiety every time I hear any noises in the house because I'm afraid that she's going to come and hurt me. Mm. It makes me feel like such a less of a person because I just don't understand why any of it had to happen. Sorry for rambling, and thank you if you've made it this far. I just really felt it would be good to get this off my chest. So here's the top response. Great. Really good post. First off... Very good job on fighting her off. If it makes you feel any better, I had to fight off a fat woman who was trying to kiss me on the cheek when I was about 11. And I was a very small 11-year-old, and my parents just watched. My dad even told me to ease up because he thought I might hurt her. It was even in our own house. This is supposed to make the guy feel better? I told him that. (laughs) So always fight back, especially if you're a minor. But honestly, it doesn't sound like it's that bad, and you already had anxiety before. You should talk to a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, this fourteen-year-old kid's being an asshole, and uh, uh, the person who's in charge of watching him tells him to go home, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he roughs the lady up, who easily outweighed him by a hundred pounds. Which, yeah, kid's probably what sixty-five pounds, right? What? And um, has he, a knife. <laughs> yeah, these uh, these these. Th- th- that's a big thing I see on this is the recurring uh, social anxiety. Uh, yeah, something happened, and now I have a I have a, my my life as a living hell because a woman at the grocery store 
right. yelled at me. Because of uh, feminism. <laughs> yeah. yeah, again, you know, 10 years ago, this kid just like, okay, he needs to be on medicine or something. Sure. But he goes somewhere online and finds a scapegoat that's not that. So it has to be. Uh, we talked about before, is that perfect echo chamber yeah. of really sick guys who. Yeah. Um, and these kids could like turn to so many different things online. Some of them could be positive, but then uh, it just takes one wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> and then you know, I was bad. thinking about the last episode. I could have seen. I, I think that if the internet were to the to the point where it is now, when I was like maybe in college, early college, like late high school, early college, I think I could have become like an incel guy. Probably pretty yeah. easily. Well, you certainly were an incel, just by you know textbook mm. definition of uh, what an incel is. Well, not wrong. Um, I'm not going to give you. You just you just you just weren't the uh, the banner waving variety. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> speaking of things on the internet that we like, uh, Patreon.com/slash/report-this-post is where you can go to find bonus episodes and content. Uh, we have four. Uh, incredibly fun shows on there that are uh, you get each month about four entirely different things. One of the very special things you get if you join the ten dollar level a month, right? Uh, you get uh, you'll become a mod, I believe is the title. And uh, one of the fun things you get from becoming a mod is uh, I will drink a beer and review it, write it on a postcard, and send it to you. And I believe we've done four or five of those so far. Yep, we so. have a new one that I'm going to do for you right now. Love in the air. I'm going to crack open this beer. Now, what uh, beer is this? What do we have here? That is a Simpler Times Pilsner, uh, famously stocked only at Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, three ninety nine a six pack. It's a classically uh, shit beer. Uh, but I'm drinking this uh, in, in honor of, uh, I believe, Jay. Is one of our is was our latest uh, postcard recipient. So, yep. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna drink this, write down my notes. Christian will read a post about uh, the next topic. At the uh, very least, you, I, give I'll, us a good introduction on that if you can. Yes, the pickup artist. Yeah, okay. pickup artist. You want to do that? I can. Let's read into that. All right. So, pickup artists is a subgroup of men who are obsessed with the idea of. Um, Using different techniques to pick up women with, I don't even want to call it psychology, I guess it would be essentially tricking women into liking them. Um, a lot of it is um, psychological to the point of <laughs> watching Geiger review this. That sucks ass. Yeah. Um, psychological in the sense that they uh, do these like... Um, hot and cold ghosting women um, because they assume that any any attention that's given to a woman um, that woman's going to hold on to that and and it's just going to make her want them even more um, which in my own experience is the exact opposite uh-huh. of normally what happens uh, normally if you uh, just pour it on a woman and then disappear uh, that that's all folks she's gone so um they have a lot of different routines. Yes. So one of the first posts I found when looking up um, pickup artists was from the Pickup Artist Forum. 
and this is from a post from a gentleman named Donna, Dominic Crow, whose signature on the forum is, I'm Russian, don't forget that when you read my texts. Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of a, 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 a character All right. while reading this. Is it going to be a Russian character? Well, I was going to do Australian, but do you think I should do Russian? I think Russian is what makes sense to okay. me. If you want to hear an Australian guy named Christian, you can listen to last week's episode where we had uh, an Australian guy named Christian join us on the show. And it was a very, very popular episode. People seemed to enjoy it. It was a very popular. Now, do you, you, do you happen mm, to remember that? I don't one? remember the episode. <laughs> nah, I didn't think so. Geiger was a little under the weather last week. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a, a little cloud following me around. <laughs> All right. So this is, uh, this is the vampire routine. The fastest way to bite a girl in two minutes without consequences. That's really, this is bad. That's bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. The fastest way to, okay. Hope you'll not only do exactly same, but do something similar. Three parts. The story. I was in Romania on an economic forum and went to visit the Dracula's castle, but I was out of time, so it was impossible. But my Romanian friend sarcastically promised me that I can find vampires if I really want it. And we started to speak about it again. The one guy come from behind and bite my neck. I was shocked. But they explained to me it was dedication to vampire. And now I'm one of them and I can do the same. Kino, which Kino is uh, a touch thing. When telling story, you can firstly touch the woman, then bite her. And third, IOD, which is the... Oh, fuck. IOD? Uh, the indicator of disinterest. So this is when you turn the woman off. There's a lot of these uh, these fucking uh, uh, acronyms and everything in yeah, this yeah, fucking yeah. thing. IOD. Telling this, you have to show no interest. It's unusual for you. And never make point of on a bite. Never. Otherwise, fail. So here's how, here's how you go about it. Starting from simple question. Do you believe in magic, supernatural, vampires, blah, 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 doesn't matter. <laughs> Then tell your story about traveling on the castle. Don't forget to say about Romanian promise. Then you talk like this. And we staying and we talking with Romanians. Imagine you, me, you move her shoulder to shoulder to yourself. Me, my Romanian friend, in front of us another Romanian guy. So we talking about nothing. You slowly step back. And someone is biting my neck. This is where you bite her neck. Important. Immediately after bite from her, move her a little bit from yourself showing indicator of disinterest. Then you say, can you imagine how I was shocked? Blah, blah, blah. Then you told me I'm one of them and I can dedicate other people. So I dedicate to you. You are now my vampire, and you have to suck a blood. Can you suck? And this is you pause. A blood? <laughs> Good luck to all. Wow. So She didn't know what you were going to say until you finished it with a, a blood. A blood. So Dominic, thank you. Uh, that vampire routine I'm sure has gone over swimmingly for uh, thousands of pickup artists who got the shit absolutely beat out of them by a guy by a woman whose neck was bitten by some freak well that would be a, a rejection most likely if you did that but um you'll find out that pickup artists don't mind rejection in some cases they uh in some cases it's sort of uh it's just another way that you might be doing right because i'm going to read to you right now 30 rules of <laughs> right, I'm sit back. of being a, of a pickup artist now a lot of these go into great detail. I'm not going to go into great detail on all of them, but uh, this is a post on Reddit from a guy who's uh, something you'll find with a pickup artist uh, community is a lot of grifters. 
sure. because it's a lot of guys selling their videos and their like there's Patreons for 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 Puas. Um, their PDF downloads. Tons of them. Tons of good blogs or seminars and all that. So this is one of these guys who did that, and he he wrote this thread about um, uh, about uh, how, basically how to pick up women, and basically just explaining how women work. It's broken into three parts. Okay. First part is uh, the attraction process. Number one, women are attracted to you because you have a stronger frame than they do. Now you may be thinking physically, and in some way yes, but mostly they mean confidence stuff like that, uh-huh. right? Number two, women would rather fuck an ugly guy with a strong frame than a handsome guy with a weak one. (laughs) Evolution has designed women to be very flexible in terms of who they become attracted to. Women would rather fuck an ugly guy with a strong frame, i.e. a natural leader, than a handsome guy with a weak frame. Cowardice, uncertainty. That's because women who choose to fuck the latter ultimately had their genes rooted out of existence by the brutal conditions of ancestral life. In consequence, women now are very adaptable. They have the capacity to be attracted to almost any man, so as long as his frame is stronger than hers. So a lot of the things you see in these guys, there's uh, any of the men's groups online, is they always talk about you know evolution and going uh-huh. back to the caveman days. It's all, everything is all natural and all that. So number three, a girl can only get horny for you if you have a stronger frame than her. <laughs> number four, be a man. Act like you have answers. And this is a quote by Bill Burr for some reason. The comedian? The comedian Bill Burr and, and uh, our podcasting colleague. Number five, relax. Number six, <laughs> she tests your frame to test your masculinity. The two are the exact same thing. So your masculinity and your frame are equal, and she's testing you. Number seven, listen, smile, nod, agree, then do what the fuck you were going to do anyway. Yeah. That's a quote by Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, great. Number eight, chasing hot girls gives you a charge. Number nine, uh, seducing a nine is no different than seducing a five. Number ten, <laughs> Women will test you brutally when they want to sleep with you. When you approach any hot girl, she'll test your frame hard to see if it's strong. She'll act like a bitch. She'll <laughs> pretend to ignore you. She'll tell you outright to go away. She wants to see if you'll buckle to social pressure or if your frame will remain calm and consistent regardless of external feedback. This uh, number 11 is a fight club analogy. Oh, sure. Getting a hot woman into bed is like the hazing scene in Fight Club where the new recruits are lined up outside the door. Tyler berates the recruits with personal insults. Too old, go away. Too fat, go away. He forces them to stand outside for days. He tells them there's no possibility of getting in. Most give up, but the few stay ultimately invited inside. Seducing the hottest women is the same. It's the war of attrition. Godly. Part two, the inner game. <laughs> so this is a number 12. The battle is won or lost. The battle is won or lost inside you before it's ever fought. That's Sun Tzu in the Art of War. <laughs> God damn. All right. Number 13, the I am enough frame equals the gold dust that gets you nines and tens. So the basis of your inner game is the idea that you are enough. In other words, you have value to the women simply because you're a man. Mm. Number 14, men and women are meant to get together. Okay. Number 15, standards are a myth. Everyone is a horny scoundrel. Oh, horny. (laughs) Number 16, be her cheat meal. You can be a four and she can be a nine. If the circumstances are right, she'll fuck you so long as there's no downside. Why? Because sex feels good. 
Even the hottest, slimmest yoga bunny pigs out on pizza every once in a while. It's human nature. We're not strong. We're weak. Oh, man. <laughs> so these guys are aiming so hard to just... For a, trash. For a woman to be on her absolute worst day. <laughs> Number 17, something you need to be an alpha to get hot girls. Helpful at first, but it'll ultimately stress you out. Number 18, cultivate a reality distortion field. In order to do this, you must fully internalize the I am enough belief system. Understanding it in theory isn't enough. You have to feel it with your whole mass. You have to believe it with total, unquestioning, brainwashed conviction. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so number, this is part three now. We're closing. We're getting to the end there. How Thank to God. make women horny by passing their tests. 19 says, enduring tests equals building attraction. 20, passing tests is where all attraction is ultimately generated. Attraction is not generated by pickup lines and witty comebacks. Attraction is not generated by manipulation techniques. Attraction is not generated by looks or money. All these things will increase your probabilities of getting laid and make your game smoother and more streamlined, but they're not what builds attraction. The one and only thing that builds attraction is enduring a woman's tests. Because, number 21, enduring her tests equals ability to overcome adversity equals good genes. Boy, there's that... Yeah, 22. (laughs) This gets even better. Women aren't built for Starbucks. They're built for the Africa Savannah. Wow, okay. (laughs) This is instinctual. It's part of the natural order. Innate female bitchiness existed long before feminism. Testing men who approach them is encoded into female DNA. 23, eliminate self-destructive beliefs. And 24, embrace tests. Do you want a woman who says yes to every cock who comes along without putting up the slightest resistance? Or do you want a woman who actually discriminates among men based on their value and who chose you over hundreds of other suitors because you had the highest value? If you're a normal, healthy man, you want the second woman. And that means you must logically expect her to test you Mm -hmm. hard and to test you with everything you've got. There's two types of tests, okay? You have active and passive. And this is is where it gets real fucking good. (laughs) 25, active test. When a woman insults you, belittles you, mocks you, or says something provocative to get a reaction, those are examples of active tests. Common brush-off lines like telling you she has a boyfriend, saying you're a nice guy, (laughs) telling you, let's just be friends, these are also active tests. (laughs) She's just testing you when she says she has a boyfriend. Yeah, okay. Number 26 is uh, how to get past her bitch shield persona and into her knickers. Recognize and endure passive tests. Passing... Uh, passive testing happens when you approach a girl and she appears to be indifferent, bored, or aloof. Resting bitch face is a passive test. Giving you only one word answer is a passive test. When you go to approach a hot girl and she looks at you with a face of half disgust, half whore, and runs away, yes, even that is a test. Don't confuse passive tests with rejection. Rejection is not rejection. I, I, I'm picking up on that. <laughs> and uh, he tells a story about how he uh, met a very hot girl in college, uh-huh. and uh, she thought he was a disgusting freak when he first appeared. But sure. uh, now they're they're dating for three years, and says uh, she'll likely be the mother of his kids one day. I'm not sure why he's writing about the pickup art stuff if he if he's uh, because he a, browbeat a woman into uh, staying with him. Number twenty nine. We have two to go. You are too high value. When you're getting rejected by girls, it's because you're too high value for them, and it makes them nervous and self-conscious. Mm. Number 30, and lastly, women are nervous around you. Be patient with them. Dumb yourself down. Hold frame. Tease them. Keep smiling warmly. Eventually, they'll open up and start laughing, flirting back, and ultimately get turned on by the fact that you outframe them in a way no other man ever has. Yeah. So, to, to sum it up... Uh, Every, every single woman that you talk to 
is testing you to see if you're worthy of uh, being their the man for them. And there's no failure. There's no there's no such thing as rejection. You have to keep trying, even if they look at you scream and run away. Call <laughs> oh, you sick freak. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, uh, that's just a test. And you have to keep going back to them. You know, I was thinking when looking up the stuff that the MRA stuff was going to be like the more psycho, but this oh, yeah. this stuff is the like serious psycho shit. The craziest shit I found was the pickup artist stuff. Some of the worst posts of any that we've seen was was some of this, these fucking crazy people. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm trying to think back, like when I was like big in the dating. Oh, oh boy, that's here we go. Yeah. Um, like in college, like just relentlessly messaging women, just you know. Mm-hmm. I must have just I must have been right there, you know. All those missed opportunities. I, could, I was probably just you didn't you failed to. She was testing you, and you yeah. you failed. If I before you go on to the next post, yeah, this, there was a response to this thread. Sure, it was posted. Um, that thread was posted on a uh, an incel forum oh. called lookism.net. I don't know if you're familiar with this. I wish I found it last week, but I found it this week. It's uh, just making fun of these guys. Um, the pickup artists? Yeah, yeah. They, cause they, so the incels are making fun of the pickup artists? Yeah, absolutely. Because okay. incels, their thought is, um, like, women don't... You can't just be an unattractive guy and land a woman. You you have to be, an, you have to be a chad, right? If you're not a chad, you're not getting laid, period. So um, they just think these guys are full of shit. And, um, okay. This is a comment by Comically Potatoed. Mm. Guys, the red pill really is like a video game. You start at level one. You're blue-pilled and still in the matrix. Then you get unplugged and start with the basics. Mystery method and double your dating. Then eventually you reach level 20 and start learning dread game. Women all walk away from you due to your superior SMV. Reaching level 30 is a milestone. When you're leveled up enough, women will actively ignore you in order to send a strong IOI your way. So a lot of just weird terms in there. Yeah, I'd say so. Mystery method is uh, some of the earliest uh, pickup artists, uh, like game stuff, you know, theory. Well, wasn't mystery a pickup artist? Yes, and he was. I believe that was his method. Uh, dread game it is a technique to use in relationships where you make a girl worried that something is wrong or that you may leave her for another woman this is increases her anxiety levels to a point where she wants to alleviate the stress by trying to please you and make sure everything is okay which prevents her from getting bored in the relationship and staying that's psychopath shit right yeah that there. is very psychopath very ga- gaslighting I believe I, yeah I think that's him. the more commonly referred to SMV uh, which is a, a woman walk will all walk away from you due to your superior SMV. That means sexual market value. Oh my god! And then, uh, in order to send a strong IOI your way, IOA stands for indicator of interest. So, uh, basically, this guy is saying that uh, these these guys are all they're trying so hard to do all this before they realize that uh, you know none of it matters. And yeah, this shit sucks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> The amount of time they're spending on uh, adding these, like, like, like it's fucking, it's a field of study, you know. And they're, they're they sound like they they're, they're academics. Of, yeah, yeah. They spend a lot of time. They have all these acronyms. Um, actually, that goes. This will go right into yeah. this one because this one that I have is about a uh, a guy doing a test. So, um, this is a post from the Pickup Hours forum called the Hot Cold Test. All right. All right. 
Has anyone tried a hot and cold interaction style, like with no middle ground? I have yet to come up with a theory for this one, and I only have a vague idea on how I could implement it, but I knew this 6-7, and she would do this to men, and it would drive them crazy. The only way I've seen it done, and this is just her playing guys with women, it would be different. She would play on fantasies, really build a lot of attraction, use a lot of innuendo, and then, like, just flipping a switch, she would totally go cold. Barely respond, totally shut down. She wouldn't be mean, but it was like turning off a faucet, and there was never a middle ground. After two or three rounds, these guys would be pulling their hair out trying to get with her. Years afterwards, she would still maintain control over them. It's more of a long-term thing. I could see it in a club setting, maybe, but it would be a little different. So, this was his original post, then he follows up. After several weeks of experimenting with this, I can report it makes women obsessed with you. A few went off the deep end. One said she was in love with me, and several consistently asked me if I was mad at them. It follows the same pattern. Nearly smother them, make them think that you're winning, then for a few days, go out of your way to ignore them. Then return to it, going all over them again, and so on and so forth. What the fuck? It's confusing as shit. <laughs> Word of advice. Don't do this unless there is actually a little bit of attraction. Don't do this if you want a normal, healthy relationship either. <laughs> You're making addicts out of these women, to be frank. It creates obsessive thought patterns. Wow. Is he mad at me? What is he doing? Should I ask my friend what she thinks going on? This will fuck up your relationships, so don't do it to your friends. It really is kind of fucked up. <laughs> Up is the closing statement. Holy so the, shit. These guys actually know that they're like um, emotionally manipulating people. Good they, God. They're, they're talking about it like, um, like guys on like a drug forum, like talking about a new thing they discovered. Be like, all right, this is going to fuck you up. You got to be like, it's really good. <laughs> do a little bit of you it. You got to just do small doses. You can't <laughs> do it for too dose. long. Yeah. Good God, that's fucked up. So yeah, just uh, completely lie and manipulate a woman a lot. And, uh, and then just disappear like some complete <laughs> and then freak. Just come back. Yeah. And yeah, that's. Man. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, a lot of these guys talk about uh, women playing mind games on them and stuff like that. No, and that is the weirdest thing. This is 100% it's that. It's even like, worse. Uh, yeah, all women have their tests and everything. And it's like, you're legitimately like. This is a weird lab experiment you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, you're like so fucked up. You're tor- you're you're torturing people. Good god. That's weird. Cool. Very cool. Glad to hear it. Uh I found a uh so I found a someone posted this on Reddit. It was um and I did a little more research. There's a guy a pickup artist named Brandon B who uh he goes on Yelp and he posts reviews of uh, bars and oh god, rates them by their their pickup potential fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave a very detailed review of a place called grace o'malley's in toronto okay <clears throat> arrived around midnight what immediately struck me was there was an excellent vagina ratio of approximately <laughs> 1.5 to 1 or perhaps even 1.75 to 1 live cover band was playing mostly 90s rock oasis etc while i'm not a huge fan of oasis their music is respectable because it always seems to get white girls wet the band was loud, but conversation was still manageable. I estimated the arithmetic mean age of the occupants of the establishment to be approximately 25. This was prime since my intention was to meet a girl who had achieved or was in the process of achieving in an education at the graduate level. Due to AOTA reasons, uh, my friends and I decided to fork out a $15 cover and enter the establishment. 
I was one of the only guys wearing a suit and tie, Hugo uh, Boss and Armani, respectively, uh-huh. in patent leather dress shoes by Calvin Klein. Additionally, my hair, complete with blonde highlights, was looking excellent and only fueled my high confidence. As I only had less than two hours until last call, my plan was to in- implement the shotgun approach. I tried various approaches on several short, 5'3 to 5'6, hard body blondes, but was promptly rejected by all of them. Multiple rejections in such a short time frame led to a total collapse of my confidence. Utterly defeated, I pulled an Irish goodbye on my friends and left about a half hour before last call. Lessons learned. Dress appropriately for the venue. Being overdressed seemed uh, seemed to, albeit paradoxically, work against me. While my excellent appearance initially gave me an extreme boost of confidence, I quickly became aware that my clothing was giving off the impression that I was trying too hard. Once the realization set in, my confidence began a steady decline. Use the shotgun approach with caution. While a high number of approaches will eventually get you laid, the rapid, low-effort approaches that the shotgun approach utilizes will also lead to a higher likelihood of rejection, as contrasted with normal, lengthy, high-effort approaches. If you are already experienced low confidence due to being overdressed, I would not recommend the shotgun approach. The multiple rejections in such a short time frame can lower your confidence to such a level that you are unable to interact with women for weeks afterwards. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, can I uh, buy your drink? Did you just come from a funeral or something? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Um, that is uh, I, psychopath, right? Well, I said last last episode, uh, the whole Patrick Bateman shit, but yeah. that, the way the guy ex- describes himself is like legitimately like just straight out of the Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah, really, I could have read that in the uh, the Christian Bale oh, Psycho. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yeah. I arrived in my Armani's, <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a... Uh, yeah, it really, really sucks to read that. And uh, he, he had some other reviews that were pretty similar. So, And that is on, on the... that That's not like a... So that's that whole thing was a review. That was a review on Yelp. I believe it was two stars. <laughs> from, from Brandon in Toronto. Um... <laughs> Really weird to rate a place by its uh, pickup potential. I also like the arithmetic of the uh, yeah one point seven five to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vagina, vagina ratio. ratio. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just tried various approaches on several five three to five six hard body blondes. Yeah, hard body blonde. There's another Patrick. Baby. See this fucking guy in probably a loose suit <laughs> approaching. <laughs> He's wearing like the His David Byrne suit. suit. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You want to get out of here? <laughs> oh, all right. Yes. I don't think I got time for one more. You need one more. All right. This is from the R Seduction subreddit by a user, Ultimate Man Project. He's got some tips for some folks. Mm-hmm. The real reason girls don't sleep with you and what to change to spark intense sexual attraction instantly. So, all right. you might want to take some notes over there. Okay, here we go. This may hurt, offend, and anger some of you, but it needs to be said. 99% of guys who don't get laid when they go out make this one mistake over and over again. All right. One mistake. They don't elicit emotion from the fucking girl. Yes. (laughs) I know you may think you do, but you don't. Mm. Self-amusing doesn't count. Cracking a safe joke doesn't count. Teasing the girl once while laughing at your own joke and saying, just kidding, does not count. You gotta be a little dangerous. You gotta make her feel actual deep emotions. Happiness, sadness, real fear of losing you, validation, 
real lack of validation, anger, surprise, etc., etc., etc. Almost every time I see someone from the community talk to a girl in a bar, the conversation is either boring or charming, but plain as fuck. There's no danger there. Tell the girl to go fuck herself. Tell her she reminds of your fucking grandma, who's dead. Tell her that she needs to stop hitting on you or you're going to have to call the security. Without making it super fucking obvious it's a fucking joke, it should feel at least it's a little bit of truth to your joke. Stop being so damn plain, safe, and nice. One of the main things we always have to go over time and time again on programs is how to stop joking in a way that makes the girl feel so goddamn comfortable. Yes, it's good to make her feel comfortable in terms of safety and cringe-wise, but she shouldn't feel like you're a plain guy. Sometimes, I even teach guys some intense fucking teasing and dirty talking, like, I'm going to drag you into the bathroom, bend you over the toilet, and fuck you like a little whore. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and they managed to make that sound silly and cute. Oh my like, God. what in the actual fuck? Man up. Stop being oh. so damn nice. That would be all for today. You may now be dismissed. P.S. Don't be a psychopath. Don't make people feel unsafe. And don't make girls scared. Back off and even apologize if you overstep people with boundaries. I shouldn't need to make that disclaimer, but oh. you know, common sense and stuff. Right, right, So right, here's right, a couple right. responses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drag you into the bathroom, bend you over the toilet, and fuck you like a little whore. Cringe intensifies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just imagine going up to a girl and saying, hey girl, go fuck yourself. <laughs> You like that, you fucking retarded <laughs> slut? That's how I met my wife, guys, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so even, it works. The guy, even the guys within this, even the guys within this uh, can tell when, Ooh, when somebody boy. goes a little over the edge. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a shame. That's a real shame to hear. Yeah, so, you know, the guy... You know, like, a lot of these things, there's... um. It's not that they're they're not true. It's just they they overthink the idea of like did all this thought about you know the ultimate core of this was like hey have an emotional attachment which yeah, is true make myself interesting yeah yeah which is correct but then <laughs> he he winds up saying uh, hey girl to to make that happen you got to say I'm gonna <laughs> rape you in the bathroom <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah it's nice to it's a nice dress uh, you know your head will look great over top of my mantle oh my God. Yeah, uh, but don't be a psychopath. Don't yeah. Look hey, by the way, you know, let's not get let's not get a twist it here. You got to be a normal person. All right, so uh, this is my last post um, for the uh, for the men's the men the men two parter. Men two point oh. Yeah, this is um, not quite a pua, but um, this probably would have fit more into the end cell. That's okay. But uh, I think it's, it's a good it's a good way to wrap everything up. This is a found on a gaming forum. <laughs> Title is uh, "I found a way to be happy." I paid a girl three hundred and fifty dollars to cuddle for four hours. The girl was pretty cute too. She was not Asian, but she was still my type. Oh boy! Oh. The terms we both agreed on were we could cuddle in a bed for four hours, and she would tell me "I love you" at random intervals and make eye contact. However, when push came to shove, she refused to look at me, and I had to pretty much beg her to say I love you, and she only said it once, and it sounded forced as all hell. But I guess it's a mixed blessing because her voice was effing annoying as shit. She sounded like Sarah Palin. The cuddling was amazing, though, once I got over the fact that she refused to make eye contact or look at me. I had to really use my imagination a lot, but for a good long time it felt amazing. I only got to touch her arms, but her skin was so effing soft. It was effing amazing. 
So much better than hugging my pillow because the skin was so soft and you know you are hugging a real-life human female. My mind was blown for a while. At the end, I tried to kiss her once, but she really dodged the F out of it. Like I went to try and kiss her and she pushed me away and jerked her head back and had a disgusted look on her face. To be fair, we never agreed on kissing. We agreed there would be nothing sexual, but we never agreed on kissing, so I, that's kind of my fault. I kind of begged her a little to let me kiss her, but she declined. I guess there's a little bootlicker in all of us. Overall, while she did not hold her end of the bargain as far as eye contact part goes, it was a pretty good experience and I want to do it again. You guys think I should use the same girl again? Do you think I can find a girl who'd be willing to actually look at me sometimes and maybe even make eye contact for all the same price? 350 bucks or less for four hours of cuddling. I fear I might get addicted to this. And that's not your decision, Chief? No, 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 no. Oh that was... Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think that's a great way to to wrap up the uh, the men the men shows. Uh, in closing, uh, men are great. <laughs> Men rock. Kings are kings, baby. But Christian, was there any posts <laughs> you saw this week that made you say, This, this ain't, ain't it, chief. Yeah, there were. All right. Um, I had one picked out, um, but then this one actually came up today. And uh, made me shake my damn head. And it's fitting because it uh, has to do with International Women's Day. All right. So this is from Depling X. D-E-P-P-L-I-N-G-X. Okay, Depling X. My International Women's Day tweet goes especially to J.K. Rowling. Oh, no. She endured a storm of hate and bullying when she supported Johnny Depp. But oh. she has known the truth all along. <laughs> And she stood by what's right. I have so much respect for her. What the fuck? That is so <laughs> fucked up. Um, congrats to uh, J.K. Rowling for uh, supporting a uh, uh, abusive man. Yeah. You, you the queen, baby. Happy International Women's Day to Johnny Depp, everybody. <laughs> happy, yeah. Happy birthday to uh, Happy Women Birthday to Johnny Depp. <laughs> For beating a woman. <laughs> for known psychopath. Uh, yeah, I uh, saw that one, and boy, I had to say, this ain't it, Chief. That, but, ain't, uh, that ain't it, Chief. That sucks ass. <laughs> it really sucks a lot of ass. <laughs> there's a lot of just weird, like, there's so many people on Twitter who just have, like, their entire lives are clearly just, they're just fans of one person. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole Depling X thing. That's oh, so bizarre. Sure. I mean, and the... There, uh, there was a guy on my Facebook I went to college with. I respect the, the hell out of the guy, and he posted something this week about like, what if we find out in twenty years that we were all wrong about R. Kelly? And it's like, oh boy. Well, what if? But we're probably not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What if? Hmm. Who dunk it? That's that's an odd defense. Good God. All right. So uh, this one, I really enjoyed this one a lot. Oh, that means it's gonna. Be so Okay, go on. This was a... Uh, some guy was making fun of Hillary Clinton for changing her accent. I don't know if you know this, but you ever watch... Uh, if you if you go to YouTube, look up videos of Hillary Clinton's accent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Depending on where she's at. Yeah. yeah when sure. she was in Arkansas, she was like a Southern belle. Sure, she was in New York, sure, just sure. a aristocratic Manhattanite, you know, whatever. Sure. But this lady uh, at Queer Bengali responded, <laughs> I truly despise men who mock women for picking up accents, like deeply despise. Imitating an accent is an empathetic act. Much research exists on it, and dudes mock women for it because they lack the empathy to pick up accents around them. I remember how roundly people mocked Madonna for picking up a British accent. Yet, when Indians don't pick up American accents fast enough, we are mocked for that, too. A lot of this accent mocking is rooted in racism, but some of it is also rooted in misogyny. Yes, it's my pet peeve because I do it all the time. When my Australians visit, I have an Australian accent for a week or so. (laughs) It's not because I am pretending to be Australian. So fuck you all for always casting suspicion on the things women do better than you. So this fucking freak is Australian for a week after her friends visit. That is not normal. That is not. That's, uh, that's so fucked up. That's the exact thing we talked about before we started recording with an Australian last week. Is like we can't do the whole. Good day, yeah. my. Yeah, like, you, you feel, can't do you that have shit. To feel like an asshole. No, fuck that. Uh, and also, this is not a women thing. (laughs) This is a stupid politician thing. I know when uh, my wife, when she gets done watching an episode of Doctor Who, she's talking in a Cockney accent for fucking two days. She's trying to fly with an umbrella doing the whole fucking thing. (laughs) All the British things you do. (laughs) Yeah, that well-known British. um, Comes a Mary Poppins. Comes a chimney sweep. (laughs) I've only seen one British thing and it was Mary Poppins, apparently. I I get it. I get it. yeah, this, so this is uh this is what like every shitty politician does, man, yeah. women, it, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. There's no, it's not empathy, it's pandering. It's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> so she's trying to make it seem like because she does this shitty behavior that it means it's empathy. How is that? Emp- what is? What's the? Uh, em- where's the empathy in that? There's that, no empathy. If you claim that, that that just means that you're incredibly, you you are moldable. Then you're not empathic. You're just easily yeah like what else like what else do you do that can easily be <laughs> well my uh my my white nationalist friends came over and we went out and like curb stomped a black guy mm-hmm. but it was you know we <laughs> were all you know it was, it was, i was just picking, pardon picking me for having empathy oh, i guess excuse me so i saw that really dumb lady and her dumb tweet and i said this ain't it chief ladies and gentlemen i believe we are done I do. Do you want to? Can I make my little announcement here? You have a little announcement to make. I do. All right. Christian has a little announcement there. Just a cute little, just a cute little announcement. He's gonna, he's gonna share with the world. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me pull it out here. He's got to pull it out, and he's going to his pull out his little announcement right now, as he calls it. And uh, so we got a store. We have merch now. Oh, we have a merch. We have a store. We have a store. Interesting. So we are selling T-shirts. And mugs, uh, and for huh? some reason, throw pillows <laughs> yeah. on uh, reportthispost.storenvy.com. So if you head over there, you can, um, if you're not part of the one of the tiers that gets a t-shirt for being on the Patreon, you can go ahead and purchase your own t-shirt. You can get a mug with our faces on it, either both of our faces, one of our faces. Um, some throw pillows with, uh, again, our faces on it. I don't mm-hmm. know. What kind of fucking freak would want that in their house? But yeah, I do. I'm very curious to to uh, whoever buys that. We should just forward their address to the FBI. <laughs> I think <laughs> like you will be on a list if you buy a throw pillow with uh, either of our faces on it. 
Yeah, but there's uh, there's nine t-shirts designs over there right now. There's actually a, a special edition uh, Run the Jewels style. It looks pretty damn good. Um, RTP uh, fist and gun design that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ten of those shirts available, so if you want to grab one of those, that's on. But that store is open. Feel free to do a little shopping, and uh, we'll, we'll put some more stuff up here going forward. Um, some stickers. We were talking about doing stickers. Yeah. I mean, we can basically, we can do lampshades. We, we can, I, I think we should just do like lampshade. Really bizarre shit that, that you can. Yeah. Uh, toilet paper holders, shit like that. Just slap our face. Toilet paper holder. I like the idea shit, of that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so check that out. That's report this post at storeenvy.com. I'll link to it in the, in the show description as yep. well. Just so you have it. Uh, great. Yeah. Oh, another thing, uh, we didn't mention with the Patreon. Uh, earlier, uh, the the two upper levels, uh, the mods and admins, ten and twenty five dollars a month respectively, uh, will get discounts, further discounts in the store. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, go to patreon.com slash report this post. Check that out. And we'll send that info out to those folks next week. Yep. Or this I guess this week. We will do that soon. Uh, head over to iTunes. Give us a five star review. Please. Uh, post one of your your favorite posts in there, uh, in your review, uh, with five stars, no less, please. And uh, since we're, yeah, this will be out before. If you have any stories about fatherhood or any info on fatherhood, uh, anything that you would like us to discuss regarding fatherhood, send that over to report this post at gmail dot com mm-hmm. for the next uh, Blotto Blather episode where we're gonna talk all about. Being dads. Yeah, and Blotto Blathers are our video show that we do for the, the primo, the premium folks. Primo. The primo. Primo. For the <laughs> our beautiful uh, primo fans who are all Italian. <laughs> Italians only, folks. We have very strict policy on that. Uh, but I think that's it. I think we're about done here, right? We're wrapping up? I'm done. All right. Great. Bye. Bye. Bye.